Hello everybody and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Happy April. Welcome to April. Welcome to this new month. I hope that March was filled with growth and big and small successes for you. Okay, successes of all scales. Little achievements, little things to be able to celebrate. I hope that March was a very fulfilling and growth-oriented month for you. It certainly was for me. And now we enter April and it's so exciting because we get to set new intentions, create new focuses, and we basically get a clean slate to rewrite our goals and start working towards them again. Now, as you guys would know, on the 1st of April, I launched my brand new program, which is the Empowered Leaders Program. And oh my goodness, I am so excited because this week we are kicking it off with the weekly Zoom sessions. I honestly am just buzzed about this program, absolutely buzzed about this program because what it is, is it's a way for me to enable you guys to have the opportunity to dive into coaching, even if one-to-one isn't something that you are ready for right now. And I know so many people, you know, are interested in in having a coach or having accountability and having a support network. And this is exactly what the Empowered Leaders Program is. It's a network to help connect like-minded individuals, help you really step into a place of growth, you know, and start to grow yourself so then you can go on and have an impact on everyone around you, like the teams you work with, the the co-workers you have, the friendships you have, the relationships you have, your children, your friends. Like when you work on yourself, you're not just benefiting yourself, but you are having an impact on every single person around you. And that is the wider context of coaching. And that is what I call the ripple effect. And that is what the Empowered Leaders program is all centered around. It's around helping you step up and become the most empowered leader you possibly can be so you can go on and affect change in all different walks of your life. So I am so excited about this program. Like I said, we're kicking off the coaching sessions this week. Now, the cool thing about this is this is an ongoing program, okay? This is something that um, doesn't stop running. Um, There is limited spaces available for admission, um, which means that obviously when the spaces are full, you'll have to go on a wait list and wait to be admitted in. Um, But as soon as someone gives up their position, like, you know, that's open for someone else to pop in. And basically, you know, it's this ongoing program where we meet on a weekly basis and we all support each other's growth. You know, we come together, share ideas, share things we've learned, share our struggles. And as a team, we really work to overcome them. So if you haven't yet reached out to me about the Empowered Leaders Program, or this sounds like something for you, you know, if you're someone looking for accountability, support, guidance, and you're looking for, you know, a network that you can connect with and grow with, then shoot me a message and let's have a chat because I do have a few spaces remaining within the program, but they won't be remaining for long. So make sure you shoot me a message and we can have a chat about that. 
Now, on to today's episode. So today's topic is all about how you can start overcoming procrastination and the feelings of overwhelmed to really get in the flow, you know, of working, of of working and um, growing. Like, you know, like we talk about this state of flow being in flow and it's this place where things are just seemingly easy. You know, we're in momentum, we're in flow. And what I've been hearing from a lot of people lately is that procrastination is something that's been holding them back from taking action on their goals. Procrastination is something that has been preventing them from getting into a state of flow. And I've also been hearing overwhelm. Overwhelm is another factor that really holds people back, right? And I also get asked quite a bit as well. Like, you know, I get some messages from you guys saying, oh, you look like you're always in this state of flow with your business. Everything's always flowing for you. How do you maintain that? Well, in today's episode, you're going to find out. (laughs) I'm going to share my secrets. I'm going to spill the beans about how you can really get in flow and create that ease, you know, that momentum towards achieving your goals. So flow is an important state to enter because what it really is, is like the optimal experience, right? Like it's what we can achieve when working to our goals um, and it becomes easy. It becomes flowy. It just, you know, the momentum moves you. You're getting pulled rather than having to push. And this is because being in a flow state, it actually dramatically boosts our productivity by, well, approximately five times the normal state, okay? So for me, my experiences with flow is like I've explained, you know, when you just have this momentum, you just have this ease, you know, this flowiness with the way that you're progressing towards your goals. It's almost a sense, a feeling of alignment, right? That's probably the term I'd use to describe it the most is alignment, feeling like you're in complete and utter alignment with what you're working towards, Now, personally, I have experienced the flow state myself quite a bit. I would say that I'm in a a place of flow at the moment. I've experienced it on different scales, you know, longer terms, other times shorter terms, like, you know, a matter of an hour, you know, could be the span of a flow or a matter of a month could be the span of a flow. But my most recent experience of this was when I was um, actually, you know, working on these new programs that I've launched, right? Like I was going to be, you know, creating these to present to you, to show you these. And in the making of them, they just like the creation of these programs that I've been launching just happen in, in an instant. It just happens in a matter of hours and bam, it's done. And this is because I've entered a state of flow in the creation of these ideas as I'm bringing them to life, right? And this state is a wonderful state to be in because it feels as though you flick into autopilot and the ideas and the words, they're just flowing flowing onto your page or flowing into your notebook without without really needing to think much about what you're doing, right? So it's a beautiful state of momentum and productivity. That's another word, productivity, right? Which makes the task feel easy. So if flow equals easy, if flow equals productivity, if flow equals momentum, well, this is obviously a state that we really want to be in. 
So by the end of my sessions, when I sit down and I, I do some study or I do some business or I work on a project, I'm able to achieve quite a lot of progress on these tasks because I get myself into a state of flow, okay? I often get into flow when working and studying and even creating content because I feel aligned with what I'm producing. But how do we actually enter a flow state, okay? So there's some key factors that assist with like getting into a state of flow and these would be, you know, needing to eliminate distractions. I think that's the biggest one because you can't enter a state of flow if, say, for example, your phone's constantly buzzing and snapping you out of that place every time you sink into it. So eliminating distractions, turning off notifications, telling your family not to talk to you. Like these are all things that are necessary if you want to enter and maintain that state of flow. Another thing is give yourself enough time to enter flow. So if you're giving yourself 10 minutes to get a get a task done or or to to you know make something happen, that's the chances are that's not enough time. Allow yourself half an hour to just enter that state. You know, like get yourself ready, sit down, start taking action, you know, start building the momentum. Give yourself time to sink in. Have you ever been working on an assignment and you really, really struggle to get in flow at the start, but you just sit down and you just start typing that essay or whatever the assignment is, and then half an hour passes and next thing you know, you're like deep into it and you're typing away and the words are just flowing out. That is a state of flow. So give yourself enough time to enter flow. The third factor that assists with getting into a state of flow is doing something you love. Now, it's so, so simple, but I think so overlooked. If you're doing something that you don't enjoy, that you're not passionate about, that you don't love, and you are wondering why you can't get into a state of flow, well, that's that's your answer. You're not enjoying, you're not passionate, you're not loving the thing that you're doing. So if you want to enter a state of flow more often, do something that you love. Do a drawing, read a book, do a painting, go for a walk. You know, whatever it is you love doing. If you love writing, start writing a book, start getting creative, start journaling. Get yourself into that creative flow, that space of flow through doing something you love. Now, the fourth way as well to get into a state of flow is having clear goals. Now, this is a big one. If you're not clear about the direction you're moving in, how can you expect to fall into a state of flow towards that goal if you're not even clear on the direction? Now, think of a river or a stream or a creek, whatever you want to think of running downhill. If that is not a clear river, if there is debris everywhere, if there are branches falling down here and there, and you have a flower that you have placed on that running river. That flower is not going to be out of flow past those obstacles because it is just a gentle flower. And there are branches, there are rocks, there are all these obstacles in the way. But if you have a clear body of water, if you have a clear path of water, running water, and you place the flower in that, there are no obstacles. The direction is clear, the path is clear, and it can flow down that stream. 
So take this analogy that I just randomly made up, then I am honestly becoming a queen of analogies. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I'm in one-to-one coaching sessions all the time with my insanely amazing clients. And I'm always just coming up with the most random analogies. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to put that in a podcast episode. So there's another one coming up later in this episode. Trust me, I've got it stored in the bank. But um, <laughs> but make sure that you have a clear goal if you are wanting to enter that state of flow. Now, the fifth and final factor that's going to assist you with getting into this state of flow is challenging yourself, but only a little, okay? Because when something's too challenging, when you lose enjoyment for it, it becomes too hard, right? So just challenge yourself a little, challenge yourself enough that you are going to invest yourself into working through that problem or, or thinking, having to come up and create on your own, right? A little bit of challenge is always fun because it's also rewarding when we we feel accomplished when we overcome the challenge. So in saying so, these are like five key factors that are going to assist into a state of flow, but there's also a couple of elements that you really want to avoid when trying to enter a state of flow because these are actually going to break you out of it, okay? Now, the first thing is multitasking. We do not want to multitask if we are trying to enter a state of flow. Just big no, N-O, okay? Because multitasking, again, comes back to that distraction. You know, we don't want distractions because that breaks our state of flow. The second element we want to avoid is stress. How often have you been stressed and felt at ease, you know? Stress and ease, do they really go together? Stress and flow, does that really go together? Stress and creativity, does that really go together? Well, not on my watch, maybe for you, but not on my watch. So try to avoid being stressed when trying to enter a state of flow. And in saying that also, you want to also avoid having the fear of failure. Okay, this is a big one. If you're going to allow the fear of failure to hold you back from taking action, you're never going to dive into that that, that flow of what it is you're working towards. And then the final thing as well is make sure you don't have a lack of conviction, okay? And this just comes back again to fears and self-belief and all of that. If you are not confident in yourself, then you are never going to enter a state of flow. And I like to think of that as when I'm doing a drawing, right? Like if I am doing a drawing, I love to draw with pen, which means if I make a mistake, I have to keep going forward, right? Like I can't look at it as a failure. I have to have confidence in myself that I can do this drawing. Otherwise, I'm never going to put the pen on the paper. You need to have conviction and confidence in yourself as well to complete the task that you're doing so you can enter that state of flow. So I hope that makes sense to you guys. That's a little like overview of, you know, what you should be doing and what you should be avoiding if you want to enter a state of flow. And I hope you guys are following on because so many of you have asked me about this just recently. It's so crazy how much um, you guys, your DMs really align with the podcast topics that I'm recording. (laughs) So like in my personal experience, I would say that multitasking has probably been the element that's held me back from achieving flow sort of like the most in the past. And that's because when I'm surrounded by distractions, such as like a buzzing phone or having a friend around me trying to talk to me while I'm trying to get some work done, like I find I'm snapped out of any flow state I'm able to achieve. So for me, it's really important to make sure when I'm trying to enter a state of flow that distractions are not around me. So what I want you to do is have a little bit of a think about which of the elements we've talked about, you know, multitasking, stress, fear of failure, lack of conviction, which ones have been holding you back from, you know, 
getting into a state of flow when walking to your goals. And then I want you to take it even further and think about the key factors that I mentioned before, you know, are you eliminating distractions? Are you giving yourself enough time to enter flow? Are you doing something you love? Do you have clear goals? And do you challenge yourself a little? I want you to reflect and I want you to answer yes or no to each of those questions and see which areas you can, which elements, which factors you can start to improve upon to help you start enter a state of flow more frequently. Now, what I found the most common habits that sort of prevent us also from entering a state of flow I know you guys are going to know what this is, but the most common habit that prevents us from entering a state of flow is procrastination. How many of you procrastinate? I want you to answer this right now. Do a bit of self-reflecting. Ask yourself, are you a procrastinator? What tasks have you been procrastinating recently? What activities should you have been doing that you have been procrastinating for whatever reasons? Then ask yourself, why are you procrastinating? What is the cause of that procrastination? Now, there's always something deeper. Is it a fear? Is it fear of failure, a fear of judgment, a fear of criticism? Or is it something else? Is it boredom? Is it disinterest? Is it the level of difficulty of the task that you have to do? Or is it overwhelm? That would be the other big one for me, I'd say, is is when I find that I'm procrastinating, it's often because I'm overwhelmed. How many of you can relate to that? I want you to take a moment, you know, pause this episode and self-reflect and ask yourself, why is it you procrastinate? What are the key things that are causing you to procrastinate? Write them down, become self-aware of them so you can identify them and learn how to overcome them. See, this is what we do in one-to-one coaching. This is what I do with my clients. We, we identify the struggle that they're dealing with, you know, whether it be procrastination or overwhelm for this example. But if we're saying like, look, it's, it's procrastination, then we ask, well, why are we procrastinating? Because there's always a deeper reason why. It's never just something surface level. So you have to ask yourself, well, why am I procrastinating? And then ask yourself why again? Are you overwhelmed? Well, why are you overwhelmed? See, this is a fun little task that you can do for yourself is just ask why to every single answer you get. Now, here's a bit about how you can actually start to overcome procrastination and and overwhelm as well. I think this is an important one to talk about because I think so many people feel really overwhelmed. Like they might have a lot of motivation to work towards their goals, but they feel this feeling of overwhelm because they don't know where to begin. Or it might seem like such a challenging or difficult goal to reach. Or maybe you just lack interest in what it is that you're doing. But either way, procrastination and overwhelm are probably getting in the way of you right now. And if they are, then awesome, because we are going to start to work through that together right now. So first things first is I want you to do reflection, okay? I started to talk about the reflection just a moment ago, but I'm going to bring it up again. Ask yourself, why do you procrastinate the tasks that you do? I want you to write out all the different reasons and become clear on the cause of this procrastination, okay? Is there an underlying fear? Are you lacking passion around what you were doing? Is what you are trying to do too hard? And how can you make it easier for yourself? 
Are you ready for this? Okay, because this is the key on how to overcome procrastination. This is the answer. Well, not the answer because you've got to remember that you're all completely unique and individual people and what is going to work for me isn't necessarily going to work for you. But this is a pretty damn universal solution to overcoming procrastination. Break down the tasks into bite-sized steps. Okay, the tiniest actions can take you so much closer to your goals than what you probably realize. And what we want to be doing is focusing on actions that require, you know, minimal energy over time so we can start to develop habits. We can start to develop habits that are going to support and align us with our goals. So incomplete tasks, well, these create a level of tension that really keeps the task at the front of your mind until it's completed. And because we can have a task sitting at the front of our mind, like on our conscious, just lurking there, that's what can cause stress or anxiety or overwhelm, right? Because we're constantly fixated on this thing that we're struggling to complete, but we really need to complete it. And the feeling of overwhelm is one of the most significant reasons why people actually fail to take action and to act on their goals, even if they're under sustained motivation. Now, this is a big thing. You might be really motivated to achieve your goal, but yet you can't take those steps. You can't take action because you're paralyzed by overwhelm. So what we need to do is we need to deal with these negative feelings by breaking the tasks into bite-sized pieces, okay? Because like I said before, breaking down tasks into bite-sized pieces, into small, tiny actions that you can take daily, this is going to lead to developing habits that are going to support your success. And procrastination is just a habit that doesn't support your success. And how do we replace a habit? Or how do we change or break a habit? Well, we replace it with a new one. And I'm doing a podcast episode all about creating new habits very, very soon, guys. So hang in there for that one. But that's what you got to realize. Is that in order to overcome procrastination, you have to replace that negative habit with a more positive habit. Such as taking bite-sized steps towards your goals. So it's reflection time again. What causes you to feel overwhelmed? And how can you reduce this feeling? What can you do today to simplify your activity? To break down your tasks into bite-sized pieces so you no longer feel overwhelmed and therefore no longer procrastinate your goal? I want you to take a moment to think about that. Pause this episode, reflect, and then hit that play button when you're ready. Now, another way that we can overcome procrastination. Now, this is a bit more of a quick fix, okay? Changing your environment will change your energy. So if you are stuck in a state of procrastination, inactivity, low vibrations, change your environment, change your pace, change your physical activity, right? To get into a more productive state. 
Now, this is not always going to be an accessible option for people. However, it will help with breaking procrastination, okay? So what you want to do is you want to get outside. You want to clear your head, change your state. Why don't you pick up your work and take it to a cafe? Pick up that book or pick up that, you know, that report you have to write and take it down to a cafe, sit in a library, go to the park, sit under a tree and do your work there. Now, I know not a lot of people have that luxury to be able to take their work wherever they go, but if you can study and you can pick up and you can move, or even if you can just get up from your desk in the office and go step outside for five minutes, then come back in, that is still going to help with the changing of environments. It's going to help get your creative juices flowing. It's going to escape that stuck mindset and help you get back into a place of flow because that is what we're working towards at the end of the day. So now you're going to ask yourself, well, what are some of the signs that you are procrastinating? Okay, this is where you're going to start to develop that self-awareness by asking yourself, what are some of the signs of me procrastinating? What are some of the signs that Emily is procrastinating? What are some of the signs that you are procrastinating? What are some of the distractions that are keeping you from entering your flow state? Is it social media? Is it TikTok? Is it your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mum, your dad, your dog? (laughs) What are some of the distractions that are keeping you from entering that state of flow? Is your phone buzzing all the time? How can you create a space that will allow you to enter a state of flow? Really think about that. How can you create a space that will help you enter a state of flow? Can you create some sort of ritual? And then how can you start breaking down your goals and your tasks into more bite-sized pieces? Okay, what is the first step that you can take? Because remember, when we break down our tasks into bite-sized pieces, we're less likely to procrastinate them. So how can you start breaking down your goals and your tasks into more bite-sized pieces? Now, procrastinating hard things... We think, I think we experience different things. We have different tasks that may seem more challenging and these we are more likely to procrastinate. But for an actual fact, it's not the actual task that is necessarily hard. But what is hard is building the discipline to actually get the task done, right? Are you following me? Now, this is that second analogy that I mentioned earlier on. This was, an, this was an analogy that shout out to Vicky. I told her I'd give her a shout out. One of my one-to-one clients, uh, we were having a bit of a chat about procrastination and this analogy just kind of came up and I just rolled with it and it turned out being something pretty cool. But now I'm probably going to share it with you guys and it probably won't be as cool. But then again, that is just imposter syndrome talking. Remove that. The analogy that I wanted to share with you guys is about a skydiver and diving straight in, okay? Now, skydiving sounds easy enough, right? Sounds easy enough. You just jump out of a plane. Well, I mean, that's easy enough, right? But you know what's not? The mental side. The mental side surrounding skydiving is the real challenge. Jumping out of the plane, well, it's as easy as falling or getting pushed or having your skydiving instructor jump for you. 
but it's getting yourself into the plane, strapped into your seat, up into the air, and awaiting the jump that is the real mental challenge. But once you have done it, once you are falling, it's done. You feel this rush, you feel energized, you feel accomplished, you did it. But you just have to get yourself there, right? You have to get yourself up in that plane and up the top. But the longer that you procrastinate, the harder that the thing is going to get. So I want you to take this analogy of the skydiver and making the climb up to the moment where they jump. You don't procrastinate that. You can't procrastinate that action because the longer you procrastinate it, the harder it is going to get. So stop procrastinating taking the leap. It's time to go skydiving and jump right into your goals. Now, I actually get quite a lot of messages on Instagram asking me, how do I stay in flow? And honestly, aside from everything I've shared today, there is one factor that I think drives me into entering that state of flow so consistently. And that's the most important factor, which is passion. When you are passionate about what you do, it is easy to get in the flow because you love what it is you're doing. You get enjoyment, you get fulfillment from what it is you're doing. So that is my secret. That is my secret as to how I am so in flow with everything that I am doing with the podcast, with social media, with coaching. It's because I'm passionate about what I'm doing. That is the secret. When you're passionate about what you do, it is easy to get in flow because you love what it is you are doing. So my final advice for you is make sure the things that you pursue in life mean something to you. Make sure you are passionate about them or they hold some strong value to you because that is what's going to keep you in that state of flow and that is what's going to get you moving towards your goals with ease and momentum. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all for me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.